One of these days, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, no more sorrow, no more heartache, no more sin, no more destruction. One of these days, I'm happy this morning. I'm happy to be with God's people. Amen. The best people in the world is God's people. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But it's the best people, God's people. If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. I'm going to read the first six verses, and then I'm going to skip down and read verses 13 through 17. Luke chapter 24, starting in verse number 1, and I appreciate the singing. And I was teaching this morning on the porters, the singers, and the Levites. You know, we got, we got a church full of good singers. You say, well, that don't matter. It matters. It makes a difference. If you've ever been somewhere where there's bad singing, and you've got good singing... You'll thank the Lord for it. And we've got a bunch of good uh, singers. Luke chapter 24, starting verse number 1. The Bible says, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came up to the sepulcher, bringing the spices, which they had prepared, and certain others with them. Verse 2. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And verse 3. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, they were much perplexed thereabout. And behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Verse 5, And as they were afraid, and they bowed down their faces to the earth, and they said to them, Why seek ye the living amongst the dead? Verse number 6, He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee. Let's skip down here to verse number 13. The Bible says in verse 13, And behold, two of them went the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. Verse 14, As these two, it says, As they talked together of all these things which had happened. Talking about the crucifixion of Jesus. Look at here, the, look here at verse 15. And it came to pass that while they uh, communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Verse 16, it says, But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. Verse 17 is what I'm after. And he said to them, What manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad? For a little bit, I want to preach this morning on from defeat to victory. From defeat to victory. Here, verse number 17, Jesus asked them, He said, why are you uh, sad? From defeat to victory. Now, prior to this, Jesus has been crucified on the cross. He paid for the sin of the whole world. He's been crucified on the cross. He shed His blood for mankind. Now I will say this, this was an awful cross what Jesus had to go through. I want to say this, this Jesus that was on the cross, he was God himself come down to mankind, wrapped in swaddling clothes. That same Jesus, God himself, was crucified on the cross of Calvary. You see, uh, and I was thinking about this, there was a little boy, he was watching an ant pile, and he told his dad, he said, Daddy, 
I'd like to get down there and help these ants out. And uh, the father said, well, son, you're just too big for them. You'd have to get down on their level. And you know what God did? God wanted to help mankind out. You know what He had to do? He had to get down on our level through His Son, uh, Jesus Christ. He was born, why? For mankind, for yours and for my sakes. This was the same God as a 12-year-old boy. He had them scratching his head. When Jesus, when those lawyers and doctors, uh, as a 12-year-old boy, he had them uh, scratch their head. They said, who is this? It was God himself uh, in the flesh. It was the same God when those blind men came, uh, they received their sight. Why? Because he was God in the flesh. And I want to say this, uh, it was God when those ten lepers came, uh, nobody would get around those ten lepers, but you know what Jesus doing? He said, I'll get around them uh, and make them clean. You know what, if you had leprosy, you know what, you had to walk around and you say, unclean, unclean. And nobody would get around uh, these ten lepers. And it's kind of like uh, this time last year I had COVID. And I'm not going to mention our names, but uh, somebody would come in the room and check on me. And, and, and they would open the door and they, they'd spray Lysol and, and kind of giggle like y'all are giggling now. And why? Because I was unclean with the COVID. But you know what? These ten lepers, nobody would come to them. Nobody would get around them. But you know what God did? God said, I'm going to come down there in the form of Jesus. And he said, I'm going to get right there with them. Why? That way they uh, could be uh, clean. This was the same God when that woman, her life was all messed up. She'd had five husbands, and the one she was with uh, wasn't her husband. This was the same God that come to that woman. Her life was a mess, and He straightened her life out. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere. You know what? He didn't throw her away. He got right down there with her and gave her some relief. This was the same God. He had all the answers. He had all the cure for mankind's problem. This was the same God that was crucified on the cross. Picture this. Jesus had all the answers, had all the cures, and now He's been crucified. He had every answer to mankind's problems. You know what men got and women got and children got? We've got questions. We've got things that we need an answer for. You know what Jesus did? He came down to take care of every uh, single one of your problems. And I will say, picture this. This was their God. This was their answer. And all of a sudden, they thought that He was coming to set up His kingdom. And He is, but not right then. And it will be a one day. The Bible says in Luke 24, verse 21, it says, But we trusted that it had been He which had come and redeemed Israel. You know what Jesus was? He was exactly what they was looking for. But it wasn't the right time. And now their, their life answers, their cures. He's been crucified and He was innocent. He, he didn't, it wasn't just any death. He was crucified for your sin and for my sin. He died, the Bible said He died uh, for the ungodly. Now I want to say this. If you picture this scene as Jesus was being crucified, you ever, you ever felt like this? You felt like the whole world's crashing in on you. You've got problems coming and, and they're coming and they're coming and they're coming. You feel like the whole world's crashing in on you. Your jobs are a mess. I can say my job's a mess right now. But, but your jobs are a mess. Kids are crying. My kids are out of that stage a, a little bit. Uh, the, the kids are crying. 
the dogs got run over. It feels like a country song. Everything's crashing in. Your wife's leaving you. Everything's crashing in on you. You know what? With Jesus, everything was crashing down on Jesus. Why? For my sin and for your sin. The Bible says in Isaiah 50, uh, 53 verse 6, it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And watch this. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Everything was crashing in on Jesus. Uh, he has been crucified. You know what? He did this willingly, and He did it for you, and He did it for me. Now I want to say this. These people in Luke 24, He said, Why are you so sad? I want to say this. They was defeated in Luke 24. Why? Because their answer has been crucified. Their Savior has been crucified. He's not with them at the moment. Uh, it said their eyes was blinded. Their was defeated because their answer was taken away. Picture this. I want to say this. You've got somebody special that you hang on to. And picture that one person that you look up to. They're gone. You know what it'll do? It'll leave you defeated. Now I want to say this. In Mark chapter 16, look at Mark 16. <clears throat> Mark chapter 16. <clears throat> Look at verse number 10. In Mark 16 and verse number 10. Mary Magdalene, after Jesus had been crucified, watch this in verse number 10. The Bible says, And she went and told them that had been with Him as they mourned and wept. They uh, was defeated. It says they mourned and they wept. Uh, look, at, look, look at Luke 24, back in our text here. They was defeated. Luke chapter 24, look at verse number 2. The Bible says here, in verse number 2, it says, And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. In verse 3, And they entered in and found not the body of our Lord Jesus. They was defeated. Their answer is gone. In verse number 17, it says, They was sad. They was defeated. Oh, it says, What had these people defeated? These were the disciples of Jesus Christ. What had these people defeated? You know what it was? Death had these people defeated. You know what death does? Uh, death will defeat you. You know what? It's sad. If you think about people you love and they, and they pass on, it's sad. Uh, you know what Sister Kim's going through? It's sad. It's not a happy time. But you know what death does? Death will defeat people. The Bible says uh, death will bring you down ever since the Garden of Eden. You know what death's been doing? It's been bringing people down. The Bible says in Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. Death will leave people uh, defeated. I was thinking about this uh, just back early in November. I lost an uncle. You know what that does? It'll leave you defeated. That's what sin will do. It'll leave a person defeated. In Mark chapter 5, Jairus was a ruler. His daughter was at the point of death. Uh, over there in John chapter 11, Lazarus, you know what he did? He died. You know what it did? It left people uh, defeated. You know what it does? It brings us down. I'll say this. Death had these people defeated. Not only that, disbelief had these people uh, defeated. In Mark chapter 16, verse number 11, it says, They 
believe not. Uh, look here. Look, look here in Mark. Or, uh, yeah, Mark chapter sixteen. Mary came and told him. In verse number eleven, it says, "And when they had heard that he was alive, watch this, and had been seen of her, believe not." Their disbelief had them defeated. In that same chapter, Mark sixteen, look at verse number thirteen. The Bible says, and they went and told it unto the residue, neither believed they them. You know what disbelief will do? It'll leave you defeated. That same chapter, Mark chapter 16, verse 14, look here, and it says, and afterward he appeared to the eleven as they said at meat, and abraded them with their unbelief and the hardness of heart. Disbelief will leave you defeated. You know why you're defeated this morning? It's because you don't believe. You're not going to believe. You know why the world is defeated? They won't believe what thus saith the Lord. I will say this. Death had these people defeated. Disbelief had these uh, people defeated. Look back here in Luke 24. Luke 24, look at verse number 11. The Bible says in Luke 24, verse number 11, Mary Magdalene came to these people and told them that the Lord is risen. And look here in verse number 11 of Luke 24. The Bible says, And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed not. Disbelief will leave a person uh, defeated. I'm talking about we're God's people. These, these were disciples. They were supposed to be in victory, but yet disbelief caused them to be defeated. So we've got death and we've got disbelief. A third of all, I want to say the devil had them defeated. They had, the devil had crucified Jesus. That was their answer, their hope. And the devil uh, has crucified him. And I'm sure at this point, as he was crucified, he was buried, put in a tomb. I'm sure at this point, the devil said, I've got this made. He said, I've got this made. But you know what? No one believed what Jesus had told them. No one believed but the Lord's enemies. You know, in Matthew chapter 27, when he was crucified, uh, he told him, he said, go put the stone on there and make it as sure as you can. You know why? They knew that Jesus was coming out of there. And I want to say this, you know what will leave you defeated? Uh, death will leave you defeated. Disbelief will leave you defeated. And the low-down devil, he'll leave you a defeated uh, lifestyle. Their, one, their only Savior was crucified and was buried, and they think, and that's it. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 17, And if Christ be not raised, your faith, and ye are yet in your sins. Verse number 18 in that same chapter, it says, Then they which also are fallen asleep are crucified or perish. If Christ be not risen, we have no hope. The Bible says in verse 19 of 1 Corinthians 15, it says, In this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. You know why this world is defeated? Because they won't look to Jesus as a risen a Savior. I will tell you this, the world, they're living in defeat. Now I will say this, we was born defeated. The Bible says about David, he said, In sin was I conceived in my mother's womb. The moment I was born, I was born defeated. Why? Because of sin. It was passed down from my parents, and theirs was passed down from their parents. Sin, we was born defeated. But I will say this, 
We wasn't born to stay that way. Lord, the Lord God, you know what He did? He made provision to, for you to get out of this defeated world. I'm glad that God had a plan. Uh, these people that believe that the people are just predestined to go to hell, I don't believe that in the Bible. It does not teach that. I'll tell you this, when you was born defeated, God had a plan to send Jesus to get you out of this uh, defeated world. Now I want to say this, we wasn't born to stay that way. If you're living a defeated life, it's your own fault. God has made provisions for you to have victory. I'm preaching on from defeat to victory. Stay with me. We're going somewhere. Now I want to say this, they was, de they was defeated because they were still living on crucifixion day. The Lord has been he's crucified, He was buried for their sin, but they're still living on crucifixion day. I want to say this. You know what some people do? Some people in life, they have a day that they never get over. Uh, I know people that's lost loved ones, and they never get over that day. Some people have a day that they hang on to. And I, and I pray that if it's you that's, that's got that day that you're hanging on to, you can't get over uh, defeat, I pray that you would get victory uh, through Jesus Christ. Amen. I will say this. Some people are saved and they're still living on crucifixion day. I'm telling you, you'll live a defeated life if you stay on that day. Why? Because on that third day, He got up and He's living forevermore. I want to say this. If you're here defeated this morning, you need to get victory right now. I mean, right now, you need to get victory. I tell you, you know what we do? We serve a God of victory. He came, uh, he came to die for our sin and He was victorious you know what He wants you to do? He wants you to get victory. If you're here and you're young, you know what the Lord wants? He wants you to get victory. And I'll tell you what, you look around this old world, and I'll say this, it's nothing but defeat. It's nothing but death and disbelief. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ came for you to have victory right now. Now I'll say this, everything that Jesus did, He did openly for the whole world to see. Look here in Matthew uh, chapter 27. I'm going to keep you in the Gospels. Matthew chapter 27. Jesus did everything out in the open. Matthew chapter 27. Look at verse number 50. The Bible says in Matthew 27 and verse number 50, Jesus, when He had cried again with a loud voice, He yielded up the ghost. Look at verse 51. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks went. You know what it did? Everybody was seeing this. Look at verse number 51. It says, The earth did quake, and the rocks went. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere. Now it says, In Matthew 28, verse number 2, Resurrection morning, you know what there was? There was an earthquake. He did everything out in the open. You know what they said? They said, Make it as sure as you can. They was worried. They said, put that stone on. They said, make it as sure as you can. And uh, you know what it was, though? It was an inside job. They said, make it as sure as you can, but all the work was going on on the inside. And uh, I remember some. Uh, there was a preacher. He got up testified one night, and they was talking about they was putting stuff on the outside and on the top. They said, make it as sure you can. He said, but they messed up. It was an inside job. 
You know what doing? Jesus was doing everything. Why? He did out open for you to have a victory. You don't have to live a defeated life. How did these people get from defeat to victory? Look back at our text in Luke 24. How did they get victory? Look at Luke 24. <clears throat> Look here, verse number 17. Watch this. <clears throat> verse number 18, it says, And the one of them whose name was Cleophas answered and said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem and hast not known the things which are come to pass? There in these days, verse 19, And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth. Now watch this. Look, look down here in verse number 22. And yea, a certain women also of company had made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. In verse 23, And they found not the body. They came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels. Let's get down here and look here in verse number 25. Here Jesus tells them in verse 25, Then he said to them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ had to suffer these things and enter into glory? And watch this when I'm at verse 27. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the thing concerning himself. You know how these people got from defeat to victory? Jesus began to show them the Scriptures. You know how you're going to get victory in your life? The Lord's going to have to show you the Scriptures. Quit looking out there for victory and look right here to what God says to get you victory. The Bible says in Psalms 119 verse 18, He said, Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of the law. You know how they got victory? By seeing the Scriptures. Number two, you know how they got victory? Uh, he showed himself. Look at Luke 24, verse 31. The Bible says, And their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Watch this, look at verse 32. And they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us? In verse number 31, you know what they did? Jesus, he opened their eyes, and they seen him. Jesus, you know how you're going to get victory? The Lord's going to have to show himself to you. You know what that'll do? That'll give you a burning heart. How are you going to get victory? You're going to have to get it through the Scriptures. You're going to have to get it through Jesus showing himself. In John 12, verse 21, they says, Sir, we must see Jesus. You know what they wanted? They wanted just a little glimpse of the Lord. That's how you're going to get victory in your life is to see the Savior. Now I want to say this. Third of all, how they get victory? Knowing that their sin uh, can be uh, taken away. The Bible says in Romans 5 verse 12, it says, Wherefore, as by one man's sin entered in the world and death by sin. And don't stop there. Romans 5 19, it says, For as by one man's disobedience, Many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. You know how you're going to get victory? Knowing that your sin is taken away. I can live, I'll mess up every day, but I can still get victory. Why? Because my sin of unbelief has been uh, taken away. I want to say this. This same Jesus, He lives that we might live. He lives that we might live. I want to say this. Everywhere Jesus went, he was, it was victory. It don't matter what circumstance. It don't matter what disease. Everywhere Jesus went, 
It was victory. You know what he wants for you this morning? He wants you to get victory. And this lost and dying world, you know what they need? They need Jesus to get victory. And I want to say this. The world, they look at things and they say, uh, uh, they give us $1,200 stimulus. They say, that's victory. No, my friends, Jesus is your victory.